What a blessing to be back on Search the Scriptures today with all of our listeners. We do appreciate you tuning in so much. And we know that many of you listen virtually on a daily basis. And many of you may not be able to listen every day, but you listen frequently, very frequently. And we appreciate you doing so. But there are always new listeners. We appreciate you as well. We really do care about you. We pray for all of you all the time. We literally mean that. We pray for you. This program is about trying to help people get ready for eternity. Search the scriptures. What, did the, what does the Bible really say? How can you be what God wants you to be? How can you be with God for eternity? That's what this program is all about. We hope you're learning. We'd love to hear from you. We're going to talk about that more later, and we would uh, love to try to help you make sure that you're ready for that final day of judgment. Good to be here today to study with Dennis Stackhouse. Thank you, Gary. I am certainly blessed, privileged, feel very honored to be part of the program. I would like to welcome those listening. We're certainly pleased to have you with us. We do hope this time will be encouraging for you and will bring you closer to an understanding of God's word for your life. You know, Gary, when you think about the importance of being involved in a study of God's word, uh, you mentioned uh, we try to teach what the Bible teaches, and we say that over and over again. And, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of programs and literature out there claiming the same thing. And again, we want to encourage our listeners, get your Bible out. Have it open in front of you. Follow along with us and make sure that we're teaching what the Bible teaches. We're not trying to make this up. It's not your word. It's not my word. This is God's word. We're trying to respect it as such and to uh, present it to those listening to the program in a way that they can understand and in a way that will help them make personal applications to their lives. And that really is what we're trying to do. Yes. Uh, it's, it's not just an exercise that we're going through. We really strive diligently, and we're so conscientious about trying to teach the truth of God's Word on this program. Right. And we go to great lengths to assure that we do exactly that. Mm -hmm. Now, Dennis, that really points to what we're studying about in this short series of studies. We're talking about the only two alternatives mm -hmm. to our eternal destiny. That's right. It's either lost or saved. No other choice. Now, when we're talking about eternity, either lost or saved, we're talking about right now. Oh, yes. Everyone listening to this program at this moment is lost or saved. Correct. Everybody alive on this planet right now is lost or saved. Right. Everybody who ever has lived was either lost or saved. That's correct. And everyone who will live until the Lord comes again mm -hmm. will either be lost or saved. Right. There's no third choice. No, unfortunately, there's not, and we need to be very cognizant of that fact. No other alternatives. None. Lost or saved. No mm -hmm. middle of the road. No, there isn't. We've emphasized that. Yes. You know, Jesus himself said that in Matthew 12, verse 30, 
we are either with him or, in his words, we are against him. So we're either there or we're gone. That's very much an accurate way to put it, yes. Now, we began in this particular study in a couple of programs ago. We talked about Romans chapter 16 and verse 23, where the Apostle Paul put it very succinctly. Mm-hmm. Chapter 6. Uh, ch- uh, sorry, did I say 16? Mm-hmm. Chapter 6, verse 23. Yes. Romans 6, verse 23. How does he put it there? Well, he said, the wages of sin is death. Very clear, very distinctive, no mistaking it. But then he goes on and he said, the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So there's the wages of sin, that's death. Right. The gift of God through Christ is salvation, eternal eternal life. life. Yes. Only two choices, only two alternatives. That's right. Only two destinations. Mm -hmm. We're talking about heaven or hell, aren't we? We certainly are. Now, Jesus put it in Matthew chapter 12 and verse 30 that you're either with me or you're against me. Exactly. One or the other. Right. Again, the only two alternatives. Mm -hmm. No third choice. Now, the point that we're trying to emphasize is, is what we've tried to get across through these first couple of, you know, sections of the study. There are a whole lot of people who want there to be a gray area. Oh, yes. A land of almost, not mm-hmm. quite. <laughs> yes. Kind of a spiritual no man's land. Yes. Yeah, I'm not, okay, I know I'm not right with God, but I'm, that doesn't mean I'm going to go to hell. Well, what we're seeing is it's one or the other. Mm-hmm. There's no gray area. No, there's not. There's no middle ground. It's lost or saved. Mm-hmm. Those are the only alternatives. Now, we've been focusing in Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 through 46. Then we've been looking at some other texts that support what we read in this longer text. And this is really depicting the final day of judgment. Yes, it certainly is. In verse 31 of Matthew chapter 25, it's laid out. Where Jesus says, and you made the point in our last program, these are the words of Jesus. Yes, they are. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the, right, uh, sit on the throne of his glory. Mm-hmm. Now, we know that that's talking about the final day of judgment because of what follows. Mm-hmm. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them from one another. So there's going to be a separation on Mm -hmm. that day. Yes. As a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. Mm -hmm. And he will say, and he will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. The king will say to those on his right hand, come you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Mm -hmm. The ones on the right, the sheep Mm -hmm. are going to be in heaven. The righteous. Yes. The saved. Mm Mm-hmm. Clear distinction here, isn't there? Yes, there certainly is. Now, we compared this particular principle with other texts that demonstrate exactly the same thing. In Matthew chapter 13 and verse 49, Jesus puts it in terms of you're either wicked or you're just. 
-hmm. one or the other. Right. Now, if you're not among the just, then you are among the wicked. That's correct. Now, how else could we put that, just? Righteous. Faithful. Faithful would be a good term. Godly. God-fearing. Committed. Dedicated. Obedient. Yes. Mm -hmm. Faithful. Yes. If you're not living a faithful life, that doesn't mean you have faith in God, faith in Christ. A lot of people who are lost have faith in God and faith in Christ. Mm -hmm. James used the example of the demons in hell in James chapter Mm 2. They have faith in God. Mm -hmm. They know there's one God. He says they tremble at that reality. That's right. But they're still the demons. They're still in hell. Yes. There's a difference between having faith in God and Christ and being faithful to God and Christ. There is. Now, being faithful is living the life of the sheep, isn't it? It certainly is. And the just. Mm -hmm. Being unfaithful, not being obedient, is living the life of the goats. Correct. And the wicked. Mm -hmm. We also noted that John... The immerser in John chapter, Matthew chapter 3, verses 11 and 12, makes a distinction in different terms. He, mm-hmm. he talks about wheat and chaff. Yes, he does. And we spent some time in our last program discussing the difference. Mm-hmm. The wheat is what you want to take in in the harvest. Yep. You gather into the barn. Mm-hmm. You keep that. Right. The chaff is the refuse, isn't it? It certainly is. That's Worthless. the stuff you throw away, you burn up. Mm-hmm. And he put it in exactly those terms, didn't he? He certainly did. Now, let's go back to Matthew chapter 25. And and we've looked at the sheep side Mm -hmm. in verses 31 through 40. The sheep are the faithful. They're the dedicated. They're the ones who have, have in a committed way served the Lord. Now, what about the goat side? The unfaithful, the unrighteous, mm-hmm. the chaff, yes. the wicked. Verses 41 through 46. What does that say? Then he will also say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not take me in. Naked and you did not clothe me sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Now, here's the contrast with the sheep. Mm -hmm. The sheep are the ones who are going to go into everlasting life. Right. They're going to inherit the kingdom. They're going to be in heaven. Mm -hmm. But notice in verse 41, the goats, those on the left hand, these are the ones to whom Jesus is going to say, and we looked at 2 Corinthians 5, verse 10, there's going to be that final day of judgment. Mm -hmm. We'll all have to give account for -hmm. what we've done in this life, whether good or bad. Mm -hmm. And God has absolutely assured us that that day is coming by raising Jesus from the dead. 
Acts right. 17, verses 30 and 31. Mm-hmm. All right. So on that final day, to the goats, Jesus will say, depart from me. They're not going to be with him for eternity. Right. Not just depart from me, but he says, you cursed. Mm-hmm into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Mm-hmm. What could be a more horrible pronouncement to hear than that? I can't think of any. I don't think there is any. I don't think there is. Boy, look at the contrast. In verse 34, he tells the sheep, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. To those on the left hand, verse 41, the goats, depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. And then he repeats that in verse 46. Mm -hmm. These will go away into everlasting punishment. But now the contrast, Mm -hmm. but the righteous into eternal life. Yes, There's the two choices again, the two alternatives, Mm -hmm. and only two, everlasting life or everlasting punishment, Mm -hmm. one or the other. Right. Everybody listening to to us today is a sheep or a goat. Mm -hmm. Everyone is on a road right now. Right. And that road is either heading toward eternal life or eternal condemnation. Yes. Heaven or hell. Mm -hmm. Let's look at it put another way. John chapter 15 verses 1 through 8. I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away and every branch that bears fruit he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. Now what does it mean to abide in Jesus? It would mean to live in or to continue in. And certainly we would understand that to mean we live by his teachings. Certainly. Okay. Now he says again, you're either with me or you're against me. He certainly does. You're either abiding in me or you're not abiding in me. Right. And now somebody says, well, I'm abiding in Jesus. Okay. Are you fruit bearing branch? Mm -hmm. Because he says that's, that's the characteristic. Yes, he does. If you're truly abiding in Jesus, you should be bearing fruit. Right. If you're not bearing fruit, what does he say is the consequence? Well, you'll be cut off and you'll be burned. Heaven or hell again? It is. Lost or saved? Mm-hmm. The only two alternatives. That's right. It's incredibly consistent, isn't it? Yes, it is. 
in all of these texts. Let's look at another one here, Romans chapter 2, and how about reading verses 6 through 11. Who will render to each one according to his deeds, eternal life to those who by patient continuance in doing good seek for glory, honor, and immortality. But to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath, tribulation and anguish on every soul of man who does evil, of the Jew first and also of the Greek, but glory, honor, and peace to everyone who works what is good, to the Jew first and also to the Greek, for there is no partiality with God. Paul actually makes the distinction twice in this fairly short text. Mm -hmm. First, again, obviously the final day of judgment. Who will render to each one according to his deeds. Verse 6, mm -hmm. Romans chapter 2. Eternal life to those who by patient continuance in doing good seek for glory, honor, and, immortal and, and immortality. In other words, these are the steady, faithful, dedicated Christians. Yes, these are the sheep of Matthew 25. The wheat of Matthew 3. That's right. But to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, now there's that obedience part, mm -hmm. absolutely essential, Yep. but obey unrighteousness, indignation and wrath. Indignation and wrath. And then he repeats it, tribulation and anguish on every soul that does, of man that does evil, but glory, honor, and peace to everyone who works what is good. Yes. And then there's no partiality with God, verse 11. Mm-hmm. No respecter of persons, not prejudice. Mm -hmm. Each one of us is going to have to give account individually and personally. But we're one or the other. We're the sheep or the goat. We are the wheat or the chaff. We are those who are faithful or we are those who are unfaithful. That's correct. Let's look at another way it's put. Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. Sorry, Matthew 7, 13 and 14. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. Two roads, it says, right? Two roads. One is wide, broad, no rules. <laughs> Problem is it leads to destruction. It does. That's hell. Mm -hmm. The other one is straight, narrow. It is restricted. Mm -hmm. Now that's the way to heaven. Yes, it is. It's the way of truth. Mm -hmm. Everybody listening to us today is on either the broad road or the narrow road. Right. And don't blow smoke in your own face. Which one are you on? The broad road or the narrow road? The road leaving, leading to heaven or the road leading to hell? You're on one or the other. You're not in between. There's no changing lanes here from one to the other. You are on either the broad road going to hell or you're on the narrow road going to heaven. Mm -hmm. Now let's look at one more comparison. And that is uh, 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through 7. This is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. 
If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son cleanses us from all sin. We find this same analogy used in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 8 through 11, where it talks about you're either light or you're darkness. You're Mm -hmm. either living in the light of righteousness, of faithfulness, of the truth of God's word, of obedience to his teachings, or you're living in the darkness of sin, Mm -hmm. unrighteousness, unfaithfulness, disobedience. Mm -hmm. It's one or the other. Now, over and over again, Dennis, and we could probably find some more if we took some time to dig a little deeper, but this is emphatic. This is Mm -hmm. so repeated. Mm -hmm. The message is there. The warning is stark. Mm -hmm. It's really unmistakable. You know, I, I think it would be fair to say, Gary, that a person would really have to work hard to miss the truth that's included in these verses we've cited. We talked about the, the parents in our last program who see their kids in trouble. Mm-hmm. And maybe they've been in repeated trouble. Maybe it's been long-lasting. Maybe they've gotten into drugs. Maybe they've gotten into alcohol. Maybe they've gotten into immorality of various kinds, violence. Maybe they've become thieves. Maybe they're in jail. Mm-hmm. And how many of those parents do you think wish... I, I just, I wish I could get through to my kids. I wish I could get, get them to see how they're destroying their lives and what the ultimate end of the road that they're on really is. Now, how many other people know adults like that? And they wish, I wish I could get Bob or Sue or Bill or Sally or you fill in the name. I wish I could get them to see that they're heading toward destruction the way they're living their lives right now. Mm -hmm. God's trying to get through to us, isn't he? He really is. In all of these passages. Oh, yes, absolutely. And you know, uh, we mentioned one of the earlier programs, Gary, that God doesn't want people to perish. And as we get near the conclusion of this study, I'd just like to mention 2 Peter 3, verse 9, which speaks to that point. Absolutely. We're told, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us. And long-suffering, if you're not familiar with that term, is just speaking about the fact that God is patient. Yes. He's patient toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Now, a lot of people, Dennis, will stop with that verse. Mm-hmm. Does they see there, God doesn't want me to be lost. Mm-hmm. The next verse says, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. Yes, it does. And that's that final day of judgment we're talking about. Yes. God doesn't want you to be lost. Right. He doesn't want you on that broad road. He doesn't want you to be chaff. He doesn't want you to be a goat. Mm -hmm. But you've got to make up your mind. We have a choice. The day of the Lord will come. Mm -hmm. And it is lost or saved. Yes. Heaven or hell. Mm -hmm. Those are the only alternatives. You can be sure that you're on your way to heaven. 
The Bible teaches you that you can know that you're saved. First John 5 and verse 13. Mm-hmm. We'd like to help you be able to know. Please contact us. Ask for this program on CD so you can listen to it again. But also, and so important, ask for that free Bible study whereby you can learn how to be on the right road, the road to eternal life. Please call us right now.